Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hey there, it's Kate, and welcome to day four of Be a Better Partner Week here on How to Be a Better Person. It's a countdown to Valentine's Day because what could possibly be a better gift for your partner than to be in a relationship with a better you? If any part of you is chafing at the idea that you have to improve for your partner, know this. First, you can't change other people, you can only change yourself. Second, when you change how you go about things, you invite the people around you to change how they go about things too, just by your example and also by your energy, which shifts and is contagious. And third, you've got to be the change you wish to see. So, just to be clear, I think you're wonderful, and clearly you care about being a good person or else you wouldn't even be listening to this. It's not that you need fixing. It's just that there is always more growth and evolution available to all of us. Unless maybe you're the Dalai Lama, but who knows, maybe he's grumpy in the morning sometimes or leaves his sandals in the middle of the floor. And the way to be a better partner that I want to cover today has absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with your partner, or even how you relate to your partner. It's about how you relate to yourself. Specifically, today's tip on how to be a better partner is to take better care of you. Self-care is a big old buzzword these days, and while I love that it's getting a lot of attention, when things get to the point of being a buzzword, it can start to sound like blah, blah, blah. Oh, sure, self-care, yeah, I should do that, just like I should have bought a pet rock, or made slime, or participated in X, Y, or Z other fad. (laughs) But people learn how to treat us by observing how we treat ourselves. And if you are not taking exquisite care of yourself, well, you can't expect that anyone else will be able to either. Even the person who loves you the most and is committed to your happiness. Your basic health, care, and happiness is ultimately your business. Yes, your partner should be supportive of and invested in your health, care, and happiness as you should be supportive of and invested in theirs. But you are your primary responsibility. If you aren't rested, nourished, and your stress levels managed and emotional health tended to, it's like trying to run a marathon with pebbles in your shoe. You're not going to be able to go the distance. Susan Piver, a Buddhist meditation teacher, creator of the Open Heart Project, and author of many fabulous books, including The Wisdom of a Broken Heart, which completely saved my bacon after a big breakup in my early 30s, said something great about this very idea in her book, Start Here Now. She writes, If you've ever wished for a partner who would love you as you are, appreciate your genius, and make space for your foibles, welcome you when you're funny and shiny, and when you're a complete mess, well, I can introduce you to this person. He or she has been here the whole time. You are the one you've been waiting for. 
Now, in this book, Piver is really talking about how meditation can help you reconnect to this level of partnership with yourself. And yes, meditation is a great, incredible way to care for yourself and absolutely can help you make friends with yourself, as the Tibetan Buddhist teachers I studied with in New York City put it. But I'm being more tool agnostic in this episode. I don't care if you meditate or see a therapist, keep a journal, go keto, start lifting weights, or ideally some combination of a few things that help you be your best. To me, it doesn't matter what you do, so long as you recognize that doing things that help you care for yourself is important and that you do them. It's huge, in fact, and it's good not just for you, but for everyone you're in relationship with. I know a lot of times in my work as a coach that when I'm talking to a woman and suggesting changes that she has indicated that she very much wants to make, she really gets motivated once she thinks about how her efforts will benefit not just her, but her family members as well. Oh, estrogen, you really do powerful work at getting us to care for others. (laughs) Because you're listening to a podcast that has a theme of being a better partner, I know that your relationship is very important to you. And I just want to say, one of the very, very best ways you can build and strengthen your partnership is to tend to yourself and give yourself what you need to feel your best. I know it's really tempting to get absorbed in what your partner needs to change, right? But really, the best person to change that is your partner, not you. But when you tend to yourself, you inspire your partner to tend to themselves too. It's a win-win. So take a minute. Just jot down the things that you do to take care of yourself. It's all on the table here. Could be dietary strategies that you follow, supplements you take, your sleep habits, emotional outlets, mind-body practices, physical fitness pursuits, spending time with friends, going on walks, anything that you do regularly that helps you feel your best. Once you have your list, take it all in and give yourself a rating from 1 to 10 on how well you're doing on taking care of yourself. 1 is you're completely trashing your body on the regular and wholly ignoring your emotions. And 10 is, I don't know, you're like Oprah or Gwyneth Paltrow or something. (laughs) Okay, maybe not Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm not sure how emotionally on it she is. Although she did introduce us all to conscious uncoupling, so maybe she's doing all right. Anyway, when you look at that list, is there anything that's not on there that's jumping out at you? Something you've probably been thinking about doing for yourself for a while, but you've been putting off? Or something you used to do that worked really well for you, but that you got away from? Just do a little check-in and see if there's anything you need to commit or recommit to. You are worth it. Your relationship is worth it. And your partnership will only be stronger for it. And hey, if you take great care of yourself or you've been going through a period of growth already and you feel like your partner is not keeping up with you, just two quick things. One, everybody is entitled to deal with things at their own pace. Just because you're making progress doesn't mean your partner has to make progress at the same time or the same rate as you. And two, ideally your partner is open to growth too. But if you've been on this path for a long time and your partner seems just firmly planted where they have always been, it's worth a conversation. The people we love can get threatened by us changing because change can be scary. So make it a very compassionate conversation and remember that it's not your job to get them to change. You can only model the way and invite them to join you. That's it for me today. Come back tomorrow for the final day of Be a Better Partner Week, where I'm tackling something that's a problem in most relationships, and that is hating your spouse because they don't help out enough. There's one thing you can start doing right away, 
or rather stop doing, to help end that struggle, but it runs counter to most of the advice you hear on it. So I hope you'll come back. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 